My name is Lauren Eliz Love, and welcome to this podcast. I'm so excited that you're here, and I can guarantee that you're craving success, abundance, prosperity, and all of the beautiful things that come with a thriving business. Here on the show, you are going to find all of the things that you really need to create that beautiful financial freedom that you crave. Inner work, personal transformation, and radical self-love are the tools that will excel you and propel you into that life that you desire. Here on the show, I will share stories and lessons from my life, along with interviews from great experts who've been able to do that work themselves. You'll hear lessons, breakthroughs, and tips to expand, to change, and to grow. Because growing a business is really about growing yourself. For more, you can visit laurenoflove.com. Are you ready? Let's dive in. This is the Badass Business Podcast. You're listening to the Badass Business Podcast, a show for the woman who is ready to claim a wildly free life. Tune in to hear new episodes every Tuesday by yours truly, Lauren Eliz Love. This is the space where we can have open conversations about growing a successful business and creating a vibrant lifestyle. It's real, it's raw, and it's unfiltered. Hey guys, this is not a hole, I promise. Look like a homeless person. <laughs> it's okay. What's going on? We are back. I am so excited. I, whew, it has been just a fucking whirlwind coming home from my travels and like getting grounded and settled back into the energy of working from my house. <laughs> I had this moment yesterday where I was feeling terrible. I'm so, so sick. I had this fever. I was sweating. I felt like my whole day was falling apart. Um, for those of you who don't know, I traveled to Abu Dhabi in India and I kind of came home with something. So I was like shedding that. And I just had this moment yesterday where I was like, you know what? Like, this is what you've created your business for so that you can take these breaks and so that when you're not feeling well, you can slow down. And I felt immense guilt in the beginning because I was canceling appointments and I was calling my clients and saying, hey, like, I have to reschedule. I don't feel well. And that felt really hard for me. I took this, like, moment where I was like, oh, shit, Lauren, like, you're not being responsible as a coach. And then I was like, you know what? I need to teach this. I need to teach that it's okay to take breaks and to slow down and to be present and take care of your body when you're not feeling well and and disconnecting from social media when you need the space to heal. Like I, I need to teach that because I need to walk the walk, right? And that's really what this video training is about today. I wanna really share with you guys just some of the lessons that I had to learn along the way of entrepreneurship, of creating successful lucrative businesses what I had to let go of in my own thought process, in my own mindset, in my own inner work so that I could shift and get to that next level. And I I really want to just preface this by saying every fucking level of your business, every next step requires you to go deep into your heart and to figure out what's stopping you. And it's really easy for us as entrepreneurs to look at our trajectory and say, okay, well, I'm not where I want to be because there's some secret strategy that I haven't quite figured out, 
or there's some email funnel that I don't know about, or there's not enough Instagram followers yet for me to be successful. And we look at these sort of exterior um, superficial ways of quantifying our success. And we say, well, I don't have the money yet because I don't have the numbers on my Instagram account, or I don't have the money yet because I don't have the following, or I only have 10 people on my Instagram live, so that means I can't make more than X amount of dollars. Like, where do we make up these rules? Well, we make up these rules and we put ourselves in these places of believing this as our truth in business because of what we see from other people. So we have evidence to support the belief that like, unless you have 100,000 followers, you can't generate big revenue. And that's bullshit, that's total bullshit. And what I think on an even deeper level is true is that not only are we looking at these outside people and saying, well, they have X amount of followers and that's why they're making a lot of money, so I can't because I don't have that following yet. What we're really doing is we're taking the exterior, the things outside of ourselves, and we're using them to blame or to put fault on why we haven't created success. Because it's really easy for us to say, oh, well, I don't have the right strategy and that's why I haven't been able to generate the revenue I want. That's easier to say than, hey, it's me and it's my problem, right? There's something going on inside of me that I'm holding off from being successful or I'm not stepping into what I truly want. There's something internal going on. That's a more complicated thing. That's a heavier thing. That's a lot of inner work compared to, hey, maybe I just don't have the right email marketing system, or maybe my funnel is fucked up, or maybe I don't have the right Instagram followers. Like that shit needs to go because every time you blame the exterior for why you haven't created the revenue that you really crave, you are simply avoiding the hard evidence that you have inner work to do that you haven't been able to look at. And so the purpose of this training for me is to just give you guys permission to go there with yourselves, to really look at what is truly holding you back from creating the income and the revenue you crave, and to actually look at your shit, <laughs> okay? Like, that's the lesson of today's training. Look at your shit. Like, really face it and really see what's going on. So I'm gonna share with you guys today from start to finish what I think has sort of evolved or transformed for me in my life and my business and how at each level I had these things that I needed to shift out of, these old stories to let go of. I am the first to teach you the strategy that I use because I don't think strategy should be a secret. But I'm also the first person to say that the strategy isn't what got me to create success in my business. The inner work is what allowed me to create the success in my business. So I really want you to pay attention because this is like a fuck ton of value that I firmly believe is like the secret. Like we talk about that movie, The Secret. This is like the secret, you guys. Like all of this stuff, this is the secret. Do you love how messy my hair is today? This is like ridiculous. I try to curl it. I'm like, I'm gonna curl my hair and um, to me, it's either it's straight and it's brushed or it's not brushed and it's just a hot mess. Like there's nothing in between those two things. So please forgive this. I feel like I have to mention my hair like every fucking training I do now. I don't know what's going on, but I'm getting it dyed tomorrow. Anyway, okay, so let's, let's talk about what is happening uh, for you in your business right now. So I want you guys to drop a, um, a heart or a comment of the word yes if you're in a position where you're not making the money you wanna make right now. Put a heart or put a yes in the comments so I can see this. 
you're not making the money you truly want to make right now. Jill says your your hair is not the reason we're here, darling. <laughs> it's good. It's not the reason I'm here either. Or my husband, because if he married me for my hair, this would be an issue. Okay, so you're not making the money. Beautiful. I mean, not beautiful. That sucks, but we're going to fix it. So when I started my business, I firmly believed in my subconscious mind that if I was taking money from somebody, I was taking money from someone, right? I had this very conditioned belief that anytime someone gave me money, I should feel bad because I was taking it from them. And I didn't know I had this belief, so I was showing up in my business trying to make sales. And guys, here's a challenge. As you're listening to this training, if you have a breakthrough, the purposes of these stories are to spark that like connection of what's going on in your own life. So as you're listening to my trainings, my rule, if you have a breakthrough, type the word breakthrough. Like I want to see you write the word breakthrough in the comments when you feel like you've had a breakthrough on this training. Okay, it will really help you connect into um, the break, the, the light bulb, so to speak, the moment of awareness for yourself. So if you have a breakthrough, say breakthrough on this training. So anyway, I was showing up and I was trying to grow my business and I would ask people for the sale, so to speak, where I was having these conversations with people in my inbox and I was having conversations on Instagram and I was like, yeah, I'd love to coach you. I have this program. I have this offer. Even when I tried network marketing, I was like, I have this product, but in the back of my head, I was like, well, no one's going to buy this right? And why did I believe that? Because to me, the subconscious belief that nobody's going to buy this was based on my limiting belief that said, if you get money from somebody, like you're taking it from them. So I didn't really want money. I almost, I wanted it. I was poor. I was struggling. I had no way of creating financial freedom for myself outside of this, this revenue stream that I was trying to build. But in the back of my head, I was like, you know what? If I'm taking money from somebody that feels really fucking shitty, because if they give it to me, they won't have it. And so I learned that from my family, where I remember as a little kid, like getting birthday money from my family and like feeling really terrible about it. Like they gave me $200, that's $200 they won't have. And I still as an adult trying to grow my business didn't realize, but that young belief of me as a kid was starting to seep into how I was building my brand. Now it's really important to remember that 90% of what you know about money and success and worth and value and fulfillment and achievement and happiness and all these great crazy things we're going after, 90% of what you know to be true about those things, you've learned from your parents between the ages of like two and 18. So you learned what money meant when you were really young and you didn't have any and you saw your parents. And so for me, money meant um, that you had to feel guilty, that you got it, right? So like if my mom spent money, she felt bad. If my mom got money from someone, she felt bad. If I received money for my birthday, my mom felt bad. And I watched that. And so I formed this belief that I was going to feel bad if I got money from people. And then I actually started to develop this unhealthy pattern with my worth when I put myself out for available purchase, where I was like, well, what if they get this program and what if they don't actually create success? What if they spend $100 on this product I'm offering and they don't get a result? What if they hire me as a coach and I can't help them? Like, what would that mean? 
And I was petrified at the idea, not just of receiving money, but I was also really scared of the idea that if I did receive money from somebody and I didn't do a good job or I didn't offer them what they truly needed, that I would be at fault and I would be at blame and I would fail. And that was really painful for me too, because if you've grown up in a place of um, just wanting to make people proud and wanting to help people, and like especially if you wanted to make your parents proud, it's so easy for us to look at our businesses and be petrified of disappointing somebody because like we learned when we were younger, we don't want to disappoint people. So I had this fear, these two fears that kept coming up and hitting each other every time I was trying to grow. And I had a fear of receiving money and I had a fear of not getting a result. And so of course I was broke, right? Like, of course, if you're not... If, if you're wanting to make money, but you're petrified of like how you're going to be taking from somebody and you're petrified of failing them when you do get them as a client, why on earth would you receive clients? Like the universe just won't bring you that, right? The universe is going to go, okay, yeah, bitch, like I know you want that, but it's tough. Like you're not going to get it. And I would get on these discovery calls. Like this is how I knew I had a problem because I would get on these discovery calls and I would talk to the person and immediately look for like why they shouldn't buy it. It's like, well, like they, they say they're broke. Okay. They can't afford this. Or yeah, like that girl, she's always had this problem. She hasn't invested. She's not going to invest now. And I was almost like judging the client on the discovery call. Cause I was so in this place of like, well, what are the reasons why they can't make this decision? And I was looking for all of the wrong things. I was looking for why the client would back out, why the client was a bad client, why I shouldn't have them hire me, like it's my choice, right? Uh, why I shouldn't ask for the sale. Like I really just went on this dance of like looking for all of the negative things to support the belief that I shouldn't have this person as a client. I was so incredibly resistant. Now, what happens when we have these beliefs? When we have a belief that we're not good enough for the client, and when we have a belief that, hi Shannon, have a belief we're not good enough for the client, and we have a belief that even when we get the client we might fail, we're going to push every financial opportunity away from us because we don't feel safe enough to receive that financial opportunity. And so what happens is you become, talk, you, we all wanna be an energetic match for what we want, but you actually become like a magnet repellent where you're pushing away any opportunity to receive income. And this was an upper limit that I experienced very early on in my business. And I had to ask myself, well, what's the problem, right? Like the first thing I had to do to fix this, I needed to say, well, what is the problem right now? Hi, Heather, welcome. And the problem was I wasn't making money. But the, not making money is not a problem. Not making money is actually a symptom. So you need to ask yourself, well, what is the true problem? Well, the true problem is I don't feel worthy. And the true problem is I'm scared to receive money from other people because I'm afraid I'm gonna not have value. And I'm scared that I'm not credible enough. So I had like these really big problems of limitation in my head that were keeping me stuck. So I took them, and this is an advice for all of you guys, a little piece of advice, write down what your your limiting mindset your limitations write them down see them for what they are because when you're not making money it's so easy to blame the strategy and it's also so easy to blame the overall encompassing issue of just you having limiting beliefs or upper limit problems but you really need to like look at that shit right like i said look at your shit and say well what is the really deep problem and the really true limiting belief back then was that i could not help someone. 
I just believed that I could not help somebody and that I wasn't worthy of that money. So I took a step back and I said, okay, well, if I don't feel worthy of these big bucks, what do I have to do to change that? Right? Because forget the problem, uh, the never ending question of like, what am I doing wrong? Or why is this so hard? Or why can't I receive what we want? Like, fuck that. What do you have to change? Like, really look at it. Like, what do you have to change? And back then, I didn't feel worthy because I didn't have a strong website. And I didn't feel worthy because I had never received a client before. And I didn't feel worthy because I wasn't making any money yet. So how could I possibly have somebody trust me to work with them? So I had to challenge myself as quickly as possible to overcome these fears. Because the reality is you guys can sit in your limitations for years for lifetimes if you want to. But until you make the active decision to say, my number one objective now is not to make money, my number one objective is to heal this old bullshit, that's when you start to make the money. So I went on a journey of healing my old bullshit and I challenged myself to learn how to receive money. So I dropped all of my prices down, I ended up running a 30 day program for like $30 and I just made it my mission to get comfortable receiving people who were paying me. That was it, $30, I could do that. I could get behind 30 bucks, that's easy. For some of you, it might be $7. For some of you, it might be like a freebie, but you have to learn how to start receiving people. And so that's what I did first. I was like, let me get comfortable receiving people. And after I got comfortable doing that, I started to raise my price. Now the issue of I can't get a result that was pushing me away, I challenged that as well. I decided I wasn't gonna wait around for the day where I finally got my client. I was gonna find clients for the cheapest rate I could possibly charge. And I did that not because I was worthless, but because I really need to show up in a space of learning how to receive people. That's what I need to fix, not my income. I need to fix my ability to hold space for people. And so I started to bring people in and I started to get more comfortable with one-on-ones and I started to anchor myself into the energy of the result I was getting for that person. So when I had a client who was paying me pennies, right? Like I charged a really low rate. I didn't focus on my income number to define my worthiness. I focused on how happy that person was and how grateful they were and their feedback. And I asked them for a testimonial and I started to grow. And what I realized was I would find whatever I was looking for. If I was looking for all of the reasons why I was gonna be a shitty coach and why nobody was gonna hire me, I would find those reasons. If I looked for that now, I could still find those reasons, but I don't look for that, right? I look for the gratitude. I look for the feedback from people. I look from I look at how happy my clients are. I look at how grateful I am that I get to do what I do. I, I cry when I read testimonials because I'm sinking into the joy of what it is I get to do every day. And I allow myself to feel that. You know, we're doing this thing now with uh, Tony Robbins Unleash the Power Within, where I'm running local events every time Tony runs a UPW. So next week we're having a meetup in New York for all of the girls who are going to Unleash the Power Within. I'm hosting this dinner. And I did this in Chicago a couple of months back. And I had this moment where I was like sitting at the table and just looking around at these women who are fucking amazing who are so dedicated to their passions and so determined to create the life that they truly love. And I sat at the table and I thought about how I could provide this beautiful dinner for all of these these strangers who are now friends and followers and beautiful souls. 
And I allowed myself to feel that emotion and I allowed myself to cry and I felt so grateful and humble. Now, if I went there and I looked for what was wrong, I could find it. I could say, oh, there's only 20 people here and not 50. Or there's only, you know, that girl left early. She probably doesn't like me. Or, oh my God, that person didn't show up. Who do they think they are, right? Like I could have looked for all of these reasons to define why I was a shitty coach or why I wasn't worthy, but I looked for exactly what I wanted to change my belief on. So you have to look for what you're trying to change your belief around. So back then, in the beginning, these were my issues, right? And I overcame them. I hit $10,000 months. I also formed this belief. This is important to remember when we talk about hiring a coach. I hired a coach uh, probably like six months or eight months into my business. I can't really remember. But I made the decision that that was going to change my life. And I remember, um, and this is just a beautiful story, so I have to share it. Uh, my husband didn't know that I hired my coach and we had just bought a house. We were, I was starting to make money. I had like a $2,000, $3,000 a month and things were starting to blow up. And I had a conversation with my husband and instead of telling him, Hey baby, I I just hired a coach that was $10,000. I didn't tell him shit. And I turned to him and I said, we were in the car and I said, honey, I just want to let you know, I decided something. I decided this year I'm going to make six figures. And he turned to me and he said, honey, great. I hope you do. I hope it's your breakthrough year. Now, what freaked me the fuck out was the contract for my coach, who he did not know I hired. At the top of the contract, it said breakthrough year. And that was language I had never heard from anybody before. And here my husband was saying it the day that I got the contract, goosebumps everywhere. Like I just knew. And I knew in my heart, I had such certainty that I was going to create what I want and I anchored into it. And yes, I wavered and I had moments of doubt and I had moments of fear, but I gave myself quiet space in the car to think about where I was going. And I spent more time thinking about where I was going and less time thinking about where I was. Because I could have looked for that, right? Like I could have said, well, where you are, you're in so much debt. And where you are, you have as much followers as that person or that person. And where you are, you're still financially struggling. But I didn't look at where I was. I looked at where I wanted to go. And I anchored into it. So you can look at where you want to go. But to anchor into where you want to go, you need to spend time feeling that emotion. So something I do right now when I'm trying to receive a goal, like I do this with my weight loss now. Like I, when I wake up in the morning, I keep my eyes closed and I imagine the feeling that I'm trying to create, right? Like at the end of my results. So I close my eyes and I just imagine, you know, and this is for you guys, having the business that you want, having that level of success that you've always craved, the $10,000 months, the $30,000 months, whatever it is, like you sit with it and you imagine just like the dial of, of the volume, like you're turning the volume up on a TV, you turn the emotion up in your heart. So once you find it, you turn it up and you turn it up and you turn it up and you just keep going and going and going until it's like a fire in your heart, right? That creates certainty. So your state as a human being, right? Heather says, I lost 45 pounds this year by imagining myself in loose clothes. Ah, yeah. And what happens, this is the thing, like when you anchor, let's use the weight loss analogy because it's so powerful. When you anchor into the vision of creating weight loss, right? It's not just because you thought about wearing loose clothes. It's because you felt it, right? You imagine what it felt like to walk down the street in those clothes and to walk with your hips moving a little bit and the guy checking you on the street corner and how sexy you felt when you put your pajamas on at night. 
And that energy, because you were so connected to it, allows you to make better choices. So when you went to go reach for a cookie, the idea of having the cookie was like not as exciting to you as the vision of walking down the street in sexy, slim pants, right? So this is this is really an important distinguishing factor. It's not that you just close your eyes and go, yeah, I have a picture, all right, next. You gotta fucking feel it, girl. You gotta feel it in your body, in your mind, in your soul. You have to align with it like a crazy person. And so I became infatuated with what I was going towards. And rather than getting out my journal every day and writing down all my problems, which is what a lot of you guys do in journaling, I wrote down what I was moving towards. I am so fucking happy and so excited to step into making 10K months. I can't wait for this. I'm so grateful. I'm gonna feel amazing. This is gonna happen. I started to be a woman who focused more on the future than on her current reality. And that was a big shift for me in my mindset that allowed me to prosper and grow into next levels of my financial freedom. So along the way, what's really important to remember and I know Kelly is probably still on the line and I'll share something that happened last night on our high-level mastermind call. Uh, Kelly is in my high-level mastermind program, Money Magic. And we had this beautiful conversation where we were working through some limiting beliefs, right? Some things came up and it was almost like I saw so much of myself in Kelly because we had a belief come up and then we immediately go, why the fuck am I not over this yet? Right? Like I used to do this all the time. The beliefs that I started to work through when I started my business, what's really important to remember, is like those are so deeply rooted in your body and in your conditioning because they're things that you learned when you were really young. So they're not gonna go away at the drop of a hat and you're always gonna be doing work around them. I think it's really silly to think that like one day you'll be perfect and you'll have your shit together and you'll have no problems and blah, blah, blah. Like life doesn't really work that way. and. Business is a, the most spiritual journey that you could possibly go on. So you bet your ass shit's going to be coming up and it's going to be coming up more than once, right? So for me, the stuff of like not being able to receive money at that level, when I got over that, but then I wanted to hit $20,000 a month and $30,000 a month, I had this belief that that wasn't possible. So my belief of not being able to receive money was different but it was still kind of the same, that I couldn't do it, right? So we all have like that resistance. And I thought that $30,000, $50,000 months, I had in the back of my head this belief that like, well, I had to put in a lot of time and a lot of work to make that happen, right? Like that was my concrete belief. I have to bust my ass to make that happen. And I have to be in business for a really long time to make that happen, right? Those were my limiting beliefs. They were just shit. So what did I do? I had to challenge my limiting beliefs. So I went out and looked for people who were making that money really easily with a lot of time freedom and who were doing it in a space of ease and who were very new in their businesses. So I found my friends like Jen and Catherine and Stephanie and I found people who were in my space doing what I really love to do and who were making money in an effortless way and who were young. Because I thought I was too young to make that money, right? And so anyway, all of these beliefs and all these limitations just continued throughout my journey because this is how the universe works. You set a goal, you set an intention, you decide you're going to do something, and then the universe says, okay, well, I get it. You want that thing, Lauren. Who do you have to be to make that happen? Who do you have to be? And at this very recent level of my journey, which I've shared with you guys, 
I had to be somebody who didn't work hard in order to get to my next level. I had to be somebody who decided that clients flock to her and that she doesn't have to struggle to find them. And I had to let go of a lot of old stories around that in order to step into the next level. Because if I have a subconscious belief that I need to have a personal phone call with anybody who decides to invest in my program, how do you think that's gonna affect my business? I'm not gonna make the money I wanna make, right? Because I can't get on the phone with 100 people, that's exhausting. But then we hired a sales team, and then we decided that I was gonna create really solid email funnels, and then I decided that I was gonna really focus on just service and growing the group, and suddenly my perspective shifted. So my actions changed. So I asked myself this really powerful question, rather than saying, what is it that I want and what's stopping me? Like, I don't care about what's stopping me because that's old language I'm not gonna associate with. I wanna know who do I need to be to get to the next level? Who do I need to be? And this is something incredibly distinct compared to the coach who struggles every month, the coach who has inconsistent numbers, the coach who's uncertain about where she's gonna make money next, the coach that always has 20 million offers out because she's trying to always make money, right? Like, I'm not trying anymore. I'm in a place where I can just show up and trust and serve, and I know that people are gonna come to me. And that took me a really long time to get there, but one of the things I had to let go of was this old identity of thinking that I needed to do everything. And when I asked the question, what would the next level version of me do? Or who do I need to reach that goal? Who do I need to be to reach that goal? I realized that I needed to stop being that person that needed to stress out all the time about her business. If I close my eyes and I imagine myself, like just to share what I'm stretching into with you guys right now, if I close my eyes and I imagine myself as somebody who hits $80,000 months easy every single month, right? That's a million dollar revenue business. So if I close my eyes and I imagine that I'm making $80,000 months, I'm happy and I'm successful, what am I doing differently in my business? Right out of the bout, right, right out of the gate, I know that I'm not scrolling my Facebook group every five seconds looking for problems. And I know that I'm not responding to every email that I get. And I know I'm not stressing out when a funnel doesn't work properly. And I know I'm not micromanaging my team. I can see very clearly what's different about the version of me who's making millions versus now. And all of you guys can. So if you sit down and you ask yourself, like, what's the next step for you? The next step requires you to act as if. The next step requires you to let go of these old ways of doing things so that you can show up in your highest vibration possible to serve more people. The difference between who I was when I was making 10K months versus 60K months, the version of me now fucking knows it. Like she is certain, she is 100% certain and connected and trusting in the fact that if she shows up every fucking day to help people, that that's enough. And that will support everything that she's trying to create. That's the version of me I am now. Am I making $80,000 months every month? No, right? I'm hitting like the 60, 50, so I'm behind where I wanna be, but I'm acting as if I'm already there. And I'm trusting and I'm surrendering and I'm having faith and I'm being in the highest vibration possible because I'm letting go of the old identity. And the old version of me who played at that lower level, who was in this space of, hey, I'm struggling to make money all the time or I have to figure out what I'm gonna charge for this next program so I can hit my numbers, right? This like overwhelmed thought of trying to find where the money is next. That old version of me was also very paranoid about what other people thought of her. Because when you have a belief 
that says you need to figure out and stress and work really hard to get to your next level of income, you're going to show up in a place where you're worried about what other people think of you because if other people don't like you, they're not going to be buying your shit. Right, And so this fear of like, what are other people going to think of me? What are people going to say about me? What, how am I going to be received by other people? This completely stops your ability to grow. And so for me, I reached this limit. And this was just recently where I was like, yeah, I'm so fucking ready to get to the next level. And then the universe was like, well, who do you need to be to make that happen? And I needed to be someone who didn't give a shit about what other people thought of her. So I could show up like I am right now for you guys. But I wasn't acting that way. I wasn't somebody who didn't care what other people thought. I really cared what other people thought. And I was so worried that if people didn't like me, I wasn't going to make money. So when the universe knew I wanted to hit these 80K months, she says, oh, you want to be someone who doesn't, you want to make millions? Well, who do you need to be? You need to be somebody who doesn't care about what other people think. So I'm going to bring you seven different experiences where people don't like you. And let's see what happens. Right? And I'm like, oh my God, fucking universe. Like, what are you doing? I'm getting these people who don't like me. I feel like I'm failing. My business is falling apart. Oh my God, I don't know what to do. And I like went into a hole. And for the last month and a half, I've been exploring the possibility that maybe that's exactly what I fucking needed to learn so that I could show up like this. Because when I don't give a fuck, Like, that's when I can give you guys the best information possible, the truest value, the deepest certainty, the most incredible wealth of knowledge on how to grow your business, because I'm in a place where I don't give a fuck about whether or not you think it's true. I know it's true, right? Jennifer says, I don't care, but I do care. Yeah, I'm welcome to the club. Like, this is what everybody feels, right? So, When you know that you're ready to go to a next level, if you open yourself up to the possibility that the universe will give you exactly what you need to learn, be prepared that sometimes those lessons really are hard. Like sometimes I went through a a journey in my my one-on-one experience, right? Because this is another thing, like I'm running this this training that goes live in a, um, in a couple of days about high-level influencing and just understanding how to shift from being a coach into being a high-level influencer. And so one of the things I'll share with you, um, I had to do away with a lot of one-on-one clients that I was working with. In order to be a high-level influencer, I have to hold space for big groups of people, right? I have to be able to say, yeah, I can bring 100 people into my space and coach them all at once because that's gonna allow me to create massive change in this world versus if I just do one-on-one coaching. And I had this um, real big awareness and a lot of you guys as entrepreneurs will have to make this decision even if you aren't a coach. I had to make a decision to leave a revenue stream on the table and say, no, I'm not gonna do that because I know my bigger vision doesn't need me to do that. And my bigger vision, if I'm not doing that, I can do even more greater good doing this other stuff. And so I had to make a conscious decision to let go of a $20,000 revenue stream to say, hey, I'm going to free myself up to do exactly what I want to do and trust that the universe is going to support me. The biggest breakthroughs in your business will come not by doing the things you're supposed to do, but by letting go of the shit that's draining you. That is what's going to transform your business and that's what's going to transform your life. When you can let go of the stuff that isn't a vibrational match for where you want to go, that's when everything changes. And for one-on-one coaching, just using this as an example, I'm still doing one-on-one coaching. I'm just really selective about who I work with. I have a whole interview process. My team screens people. I'm very, very careful about who I bring into my energy now. 
because I'm holding space for these larger programs and I'm doing way more group work than I've ever done before. Plus we have some events coming out in 2019, so I have to be free for that. But I had to make a decision to act as if I was already in that space. So like where you are at $5,000 months, you need to ask yourself, what would I be doing differently at 10,000? And that's what you have to do. And at $10,000 months, you have to ask yourself, what would I be doing differently at $15,000 months? and be doing that instead. So you have to always take these steps. Um, you know, one thing we did that really allowed us to build that momentum quickly was like outsourcing and really figuring out, well, when is the right time to outsource? And every single time we hired somebody for our team, it was never a right time. We just hired this amazing girl, Alyssa, who's now number five on the Badass Business Babe team, and she's fucking crushing it. And when we went to go hire Alyssa, who's doing a lot of personal assistant work for me, she's helping me manage my calendar. She's doing a lot of stuff that is freeing me up, right? It's making me happier. It's making me feel more fulfilled because she's helping me with a lot of my annoying, time-consuming stuff. And when we went to go hire her, Matt said, he's like, we're not million-dollar earners yet. We shouldn't be hiring her right? You don't need a personal assistant yet. We shouldn't be hiring her. And then I took a moment, I turned to him and said, yeah, but honey, we need to act as if, right? Like, and I'm, we're so close. You know, I'm not making $2,000 a month here and hiring a personal assistant. I'm, you know, we're making 50, $60,000 a month. And so it is a good step in the right direction. But at every point I had to do shit for my business that made no sense on paper. But at the root of all of this is the mindset, right? Like as we're talking about this, I wanna really create that connected um, light bulb for you. The stuff that's holding you back is your belief that you can't do it. It's your fear of what other people think. It's your ability to feel certain in your ability to create success. It's your lack of confidence in your Facebook lives. It's your insecurities when you offer the price, right? Like all of that shit, is what you have to look at to really explore the possibility and the truth that the only thing that's standing in your way of success is you. It's the only thing that's stopping you. And so you have to make a conscious decision to say, hey, I'm not fully stepping into my level of influencer. I'm not owning my shit in the online space because I'm afraid of what other people think. Or I'm not really talking about what I want to talk about because I'm afraid that I'm going to upset someone. Or I'm, I'm not stepping into asking for the sale because I don't want to seem annoying in the social media space. Who gives a fuck, right? Like if you're truly aligned with the work that you do in the world and you're so lit up about the passion and the service and the mission that you're on, it doesn't matter if somebody doesn't like you. The analogy I give to this is Mother Teresa, okay? Which is really ironic because I just went to her ashram in India like last week. So thank you, Mother Teresa. I knew you'd come full circle. But Mother Teresa helped people who were homeless and sick and starving. And if she went and offered somebody a sandwich and they didn't want that sandwich, would she go, oh, they don't want what I have to offer. I guess I should just give up. Right, like Mother Teresa didn't do that. Ma Mother Teresa wasn't offended when somebody didn't want her sandwich. Mother Teresa like went and found people who wanted the sandwich. You gotta do that. You gotta embody your Mother Teresa. And the difference between her and somebody else who fails is that when someone rejects you, you're making it about you. When someone rejected Mother Teresa, she went, oh great, they don't need my help. Let me go find someone who does, right? She didn't look at the rejection as a reason to give up or as a reason that she wasn't good for what she was offering or that she should change her ways or do something different. 
the rejection that you experience is not a reflection of whether or not you should give up. The rejection you experience is a door closing so you can go look for another door. There are doors everywhere, okay? And not all of them are open, but you have to be able to look for what you're looking for and keep going on the search of finding it because it's out there. There are people who need your help. And when you align with the vocation of what you do, you don't care what other people think because you're so in your space of service and you love to help people and you're so confident and certain in the offer that you have in this world and nothing else matters. So you have to look at, and this I think was a real big mindset shift for me, you have to start to look at what you do like a vocation and not just a passion project. Like you have to look at it like I was put on this planet to do this, right? I was called to do this. Like God, universe, source, put me on this planet to do this. And when you believe that, everything about how you show up is different. You don't get mad when people don't want to work with you. You don't get frustrated when someone says they can't afford it. You don't worry about money because you're always supported, right? This work is not about you. This work is about like what you're truly called to do on this planet and why you were put here. So when you can believe that, everything will change. Your thoughts create your reality every single time. Okay, I'm going to sign off. I ranted at you guys for a while, but I think it was really really valuable. Ooh, I have the hiccups. Um, yeah, so one final thing. If you guys are on the email list, we sent out an email for 10K months, right? The training 10K months is now available. I will put the link in the bio. There's a flash sale for 30% off today. So if you want to get access to that two-hour training that shows you how to hit 10K months in your business, you can go ahead and check your email today for the discount code. Yeah. I love you guys. Thank you so much for being here. This was awesome. I love you. Amazing. I'm so happy to be back. <sighs> Bye.
So I hope this was helpful. Just as a challenge homework assignment, I want to ask all of you guys to really reflect and and really dig deep to look for like that one troubling experience that you're having in your business right now and ask yourself, what meaning am I giving this? Do a little journal reflection. What is the challenging moment that you're having in your business right now and what meaning are you choosing to give it? And then I want you to ask yourself, what meaning am I going to give it instead, right? Let's start to correct and shift that old belief so that you can feel confident, congruent with your goals and really aligned. All right, you guys. I love you so much. Talk to you soon.